0: Hello, everybody. Michael Lombardo here. Welcome to Awaken Podcast. If you are new to the show, we have an episode every Monday and Thursday streaming on the charismapodcastnetwork.com. You can go to the Charisma Podcast Plus app. It's called Charisma Plus. You can get all of our shows on there. You can go to um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Audible, pretty much anywhere that podcasts are listened to to tap into the show. Um, We had an episode um, recently um, called The Fear of the Lord talking about this this subject, I brought up so many scriptures about the fear of the Lord. I tried to break it down and define it in a way that is healthy and whole and accurate um, to dismiss and you know all the negative and false views of the fear of the Lord. And so I broke down my definition of the fear of the Lord, which I believe is biblical. And I brought several scriptures here to kind of define this multifaceted, beautiful gift of the fear of God that we could have in our lives. And that's not being scared of God, but it is having this awe and this wonder of who he is, his magnitude, how unsearchable he is, and how majestic he is. And I brought several scriptures there. And I also I quoted probably 10 scriptures or more um, in the old from the Old Testament, as well as the New, explaining the fear of the Lord from scripture. And so today, I want to um, lay another level here, a leather le- layer, actually, I want to bring another layer excuse me, I want to talk about um, having an eternal perspective. And this stems from the fear of the Lord because we're not just thinking temporally. We're not just thinking about what can satisfy us now, what will be good now, what could bring the most benefit now. Um, We realize that one day heaven and earth will be rolled up like a scroll and there will be a new heaven and earth and Christ will come for his bride and we will live forever and ever with him. That what we do in this world affects the spiritual world world. And Jesus talks about this a lot, you know, here in America and other parts of the world. We're often thinking about ourselves and our calling and if people are affected by us and and what, you know, what we can gain now and, you know, everything. We have a lot of, there's a lot of temporal thinking taking place in the church. Not everybody. I'm not trying to throw a blanket statement on the church worldwide. I'm just saying in many church circles or many Christians, to themselves where we're, we often I can throw myself in this boat, I've been guilty of this as well. There's been moments where we just think selfishly and think what's what's gonna happen now, and um, we don't think of the eternal reality, like man, someone hurt my feelings, should I forgive them? Should I be bitter um and when we choose to be bitter and to not forgive someone, then we are only thinking about how that person affects us now. And we're only thinking about how we feel right now. We're not thinking about the eternal reward and the joy and the delight of forgiving, how it frees us, how it frees the individual, how it honors God and how there is right now rewards as well as eternal rewards that come with um, abiding in the presence of God, walking in the Holy Spirit, really living in um, humility and the fear of the Lord like we quoted in Proverbs 22, 4, where it says the reward of humility and, and fear of the Lord is riches, honor and long life. Those. Are things that we experience now, but there's also a many eternal rewards that Jesus promises us. And so as believers, we must have an eternal perspective because there is pain in our life now. There are struggles in our life now, but we won't always struggle. We won't always have pain. There will be a day where the Lord wipes every tear from our eyes and he gathers our tears in a bottle, the scripture says. And so there is an eternal reality. When someone passes and goes with the Lord, we realize that that isn't the last time that we're going to see that individual, but we will be with them Forever and ever, and that they are in a better place. They are with the Lord Jesus Christ, and we will be forever united with them and know them forever. And in times like that, when someone passes, or when something takes place that is extremely painful, that's when we think about the eternal. That's when we think about heaven. You know, when we're evangelizing, we're telling people about heaven, but that's like the only times we think about those, you know, that reality of eternity. But Jesus wants us to experience eternity now. It says in Ecclesiastes that eternity is written upon our hearts, that we can experience eternity now, and we could draw that which is in the heavenly realm into the earthly realm. We could experience his presence. Every time you experience his presence, That is a foretaste of what is to come. We will forever live in the presence of God, undisrupted, uh, unbroken fellowship and union with him. When we see a miracle, when we see um, someone impacted by a prophetic word, when we see provision manifesting when there's good things every good and perfect gift comes from the father of lights that is heaven touching earth that is we are drawing from the eternal realm and experiencing it now in the earthly realm one day we will set aside our earthly body that is corruptible and we will be swallowed up in immortality and we will be incorruptible we will receive a new body um not an earthly body but a heavenly body that will never corrupt or never age that is the scripture we must believe that when you're sick and you're struggling with pain in your body. Body, you could cling to the reality that one day I will not struggle with this pain and the sickness and the suffering. And we could believe for healing now. Don't hear me wrong. I believe in healing right now. But we could also cling to the reality that we will have an eternal body and we will not need to suffer forever. Okay, that's why so many prophets of old and the apostles of old were willing to suffer right now in this temporal life because they knew they were waiting for another home, the scripture says. They were, they were longing for a different city. They knew that they were going to see the Lord face to face and their suffering would cease and they would forever be with Him in bliss and harmony and ecstasy, that we realize that this is the truth. More than this temporal reality is the heavenly reality. It is greater. And so when we're talking about eternal mentalities and rewards, um, heavenly rewards, we must understand that the grace of God, you know, we receive gifts and we can't earn it or deserve it. But there's also another aspect where God promises us rewards um, for Doing what's right in the body, for obeying the Lord in the body. And I believe, you know, we cannot do anything good without His initiation, without His grace empowering us. So we cannot one day stand before the Lord and say, Oh, Jesus, glory to you, but a little glory to me because I helped you out and I did this and I did that. No, it is the grace of God when we obey the Lord and we walk in His word and we yield and we surrender. It is because He gave us the grace to do that. So there will always be glory to Him. These things are still gifts that we did not earn or deserve. Even when we receive rewards from God now and in eternity forever, there are still all glory to Jesus because without him, we could do nothing. Jesus said that in John 15. And so we have to understand that. We also have to understand in the fear of God that everything we do has some kind of impact, whether positive or negative. And that's when we really see the fear of God. Like in my life personally, you know, when I was newly saved, I would always pray, Lord, I want humility to be my cup and the fear of God to be my portion. I want to walk in humility and I want to walk in the fear of God. And I would pray that constantly and um and you know i remember being saved a couple of years i would have some rough days and i would wanna maybe go back out and drink or party or do whatever and every time i i wanted to or tried to there was this thought on the inside of me like holding me back saying no I told all my friends about Jesus there's no way I can go out and pretend like I never encountered Jesus there's no way I can go out with these people that I shared the gospel with because and and start drinking and smoking and partying just to just because I'm in a bad mood or I'm depressed and this might help me which it won't help me you know the devil just tries to lure us into false pleasure and sin and then it winds up beating us upside the head and it didn't bring the pleasure and the joy that he promises But at the same time, there was this feeling like, no, I cannot be a bad testimony for the Lord Jesus Christ. I will suffer. I will handle this with the Lord behind closed doors because I will not give a bad testimony of Jesus. There's too many people out there giving a bad testimony of Jesus, and I will not do that. That was the fear of God holding me back from doing the things that the flesh wanted me to do in that moment because I did not want others to be impacted negatively and not come to know the Lord because of my actions, because of my actions. And so that is the fear of God in action. We must have that mentality. But I'm going to read to you a few scriptures, and these scriptures here just help us frame up an eternal perspective. Okay, and then Jesus has several scriptures, several scriptures in the Bible that talk about eternal rewards. So Colossians 3, 1 through 3, I'm going to read out of the NASB. Therefore, since you have been raised with Christ, strive for the things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God and set your minds on things above, not on earthly things, for you died and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. He's saying right here, the Apostle Paul is saying, you've been raised up with Christ. You are now hidden with Christ in God. You are surrounded by glory. You are surrounded by beauty and majesty. You are holy. You are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Now, do not focus on that which is earthly or temporal. Set your mind on things above. Focus on the eternal realm. Set your affection and your attention on the Lord Jesus Christ. Live to serve him and live from that heavenly place. Do not live from this earthly place of limitations and sin is what he's trying to say. And then, so now let's go to Philippians. You guys like the word of God, don't you? Let's go to Philippians three, verse eight. And it goes like this. This is the apostle Paul again. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable. If there is any excellence and if anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Do not think about. um uh, things that are entrenched in darkness do not think about um, negative things do not do not think about all that which is wrong all that which is bad no set your mind upon heavenly things think about what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and commendable and that which is excellent worthy of praise meditate on these things throughout the day connect your heart to the heavenly throughout the day and you will see the heavenly realm manifest through your life the word of God you know, there's many people, let me, say, let me say this, there's many people that say, oh, if you're too heavenly minded, you'll be no earthly good. I don't think that's possible. I know there's people that are weird um, that only talk about like visions and different things that they've had and that you can't have a normal conversation with them. Um, and I'm not talking about that. But the more heavenly we minded we are, according to scripture, the more earthly good we're going to be. We're going to manifest the kingdom of heaven. And I'm going to read to you a few scriptures and I'm not going to be able to close this out today because I don't want to I don't want to have too long of episodes here. I just want to break down the word. But Matthew 5:10 through 12 it goes like this. This is Jesus saying, "Blessed are those who have been persecuted for the sake of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people insult you and persecute you and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward in heaven is great, for in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were" before you. He's just saying here when you are persecuted and when you are slandered and when people try to destroy you, kill you, martyr you, whatever. And when people do evil against you, just know that you will be rewarded. In heaven, your reward in heaven is great. There's a scripture that's talking about our reward for being heavenly minded and for living in the fear of the Lord. And when we live in that way, then we will be rewarded. Revelation 22 12. This is Jesus saying, Behold, I'm coming quickly, and my reward is with me to render to every man according to what he has done. Jesus saying that I will reward men and women according to what they have done. You know, you want, you starting to understand why I'm breaking this down, stemming from the fear of the Lord, because as we fear God and we love righteousness and hate wickedness, we will begin to focus on that which is eternal. We will not think about the temporal realm and what is affecting us now, what is affecting our lives now. We will think upon that which is eternal and live accordingly, and there will be great reward because of it. First Corinthians three eight. Now this is Paul and he says, Now he who plants and he who waters are one, but each will receive his own reward according to his own labor. So we will be rewarded according to our labor, another scripture saying that. I'm gonna read Mark ten, twenty-eight to thirty-one. Peter began to say to Jesus, behold, we have left everything and followed you. And Jesus said, truly, I say to you, there is no one who has left house or brothers or sisters or mother or father or children or farms for my sake and for the gospel's sake, but that he will receive a hundred times as much now in this present age, houses and brothers and sisters and mothers and children and farms, along with persecutions and in the age to come eternal life. But many who are first will be last and the last first. That is a, um, a beautiful scripture because it says here that we will not only be rewarded one day in heaven. We're not only storing up riches in heaven, like Jesus says, do not store up riches here on this earth, but store up riches in heaven. We're not only storing up riches in heaven, but we will also be blessed a hundred times a hundred times as much now in this present age. We will give up farms and mothers and fathers and children and all these things and money, and we will get these things from the Lord Jesus Christ in this day and in this age as well as in the age to come. And if we try to be first, we'll be last. If we try to be last, we will be first. It is this posture of humility. The Lord was the first. Jesus is number one. He is everything. He's the only one worthy. And it says that Jesus came and he took his... He took a posture of a servant washing the disciples' feet, the lowest place he took that place of a servant, and because of that, he's received the highest reward. And I want to get into another scripture that I will break down in a part three, and so I want to end this today just saying to you that when we fear God, we love righteousness, we hate wickedness, and we realize there is reward attached to living In the fear of the Lord, riches, honor, and a long life, like I said in part one, there is also rewards in this age and in the age to come. Jesus promised that when you live according to your nature as a believer, when you yield to him, when you love him, when you serve him above all else, then we will be rewarded and he will reward us and he loves to reward us. And so we need to have an eternal mentality, not thinking about ourselves, not thinking about what's happening now in a temporal fashion, but we need to cling to the Lord and think about that, which is above. We need to set our mind on eternal things. And so this is part two of our series in the fear of the Lord and we will have a part three and so tune in for that as well as many amazing interviews. If you've been blessed by the show and many others, you could subscribe, rate, and review this podcast so we can get it out to more people so they can be blessed and awakened by the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Love you guys. Talk to you next time on Awakened Podcast. Hello everybody, Michael Lombardo here. Let me tell you about this amazing online store, The Hope-Filled Journey. You'll um, they'll Definitely want to check that out today Michelle and Renee Torres They started up an online store In obedience to the Holy Spirit In the midst of a crazy year Full-time jobs Raising four small children They stepped out in faith And God is honoring it Every step of the way It's www.thehopefilledjourney.com This is where you'll find Extraordinary products Clothes, fashion accessories Jewelry and more You'll be able to find Amazing clothes for spring Handmade jewelry Their goal is to inspire faith through their product line, as well as high quality in all they do and produce. Check it out. It's the hopefilledjourney.com. And also, if you today, if you go, well, you have, got the promo code AWAKEN, promo code AWAKEN. If you go to the website, you can get 25% off of all full priced items, and all orders over $60 will ship free. And so that's 25% off today, all full price items and any orders, $60 or more will ship free. And so make sure to go to the website that is www.thehopefilledjourney.com and make sure to use promo code AWAKEN.